this is where my theme music would go if if I had some, but I still don't yet. I'm working on it. So everybody listening, thanks anyway. Got some uh, got some new countries tuning in. So that, that's been kind of exciting. I have like Indonesia. I don't know who's there from Indonesia, but but thank you. And uh, Canada's sprawling. Germany, Netherlands. So thank you all for, for tuning in, man. It's, it's been cool to watch. I like nerding out on all the, uh, the analytics and stuff that they give you when you're in the pie, uh, you know, going through your podcast, uh, listens and stuff. So I appreciate you all tuning in. This is a fresh bag of six. And with me today is Matt Rappaport. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Ryan. How are you? Good, man. I better than I, you told me you have like sheets of rain going down there and I, I, I'm staring at sunny skies. So I, I have no complaints. Yeah. As I'm looking out the window right now, it just picked <laughs> up again. So it's, uh, it's raining hard, but you know what, you know, it's barely rained around here this summer, so we could use it. Right. You know, you can, you can save, save from watering your lawn a little bit. Are you one of those lawn care people? Are you out there all the time checking no. the progress of your lawn? No, I used to be, but not anymore. Now that I pay the water bill, (laughs) less water. (laughs) All right, man. Well, I know you were brightening up in early at the uh, golf course this morning, doing a little fun part-time work. So that kind of helped transition into the topic today. So maybe, I don't know. I always give my guests first pick. So I'm already trying to guess what you're going to do. And maybe it's something golf related, maybe not. Um, what we're doing today is what I like to call choose your own sports movie. Do you remember the choose your own adventure books when you were a kid? I do. Yeah. yeah. They were rad. And it was like, you read a book for those, you know, maybe our younger demographic that I don't know if they still even make them, but you read a book and like, you got to choose your own path. So like, here you go, you go to, um, you read this and all right, if you, if you want to open the door, you go to page one Oh seven you want to turn around and go home you go to page 52 and then like you got to basically pick your own path here so that's kind of what we're doing with sports movies today we were you know messaging back and forth about topics and so you're going to choose your own sports movie so you're going to actually be the character so whatever character you choose to be and how you want to rationalize it this is you're being transmitted directly into the movie so now like I, I gave the example here, and if this is a spoiler, and God, I hope it's not. If Rudy, I, I hope you didn't pick Rudy. You did not pick Rudy. Right. Okay, good. Not on my list at all. Okay, good. It's a shit movie, and I don't care who hears it. Um, but it's, for example, if you picked Rudy, I want to be Rudy. Is his name like Rudy Rudiger? Is that really his name? It's something. I think, it's, I think his real first name is Dan. Okay, yeah. Or some, you know, but went by Rudy. Don't ask me how. Right. So, yeah. So if you chose, I want to be Rudy, then, okay. You kind of have to rational. Okay. Why? Because he got that one sack and he hung out with uh, Charles S. Dutton and he met Vince Vaughn. I don't remember his character in that movie. Yeah. So that's kind of it. So yeah, you pick your character and there's tons of great sports movies. I had fun kind of trying to recall them all. I tried not to Google as much as possible just because this helps me get through my my downtimes, but I did a couple just to verify a few facts, but I got a great list, man. So let's do it. Which sports movie character are you assimilating the life of with pick yeah. number one? This one was tough because there are a lot of good ones out there. Right. There's many different directions 
that one could go. Um, but I think at the end of the day, number one is none other than Rocky Balboa. Okay. All right. Um, you know, I just think Rocky from Rocky one through Rocky five, you know, with him having multiple movies, you kind of see the life progression, unlike some other characters where it's just one movie and done, but you know, how he goes from this, you know, guy in Philadelphia to this kind of national and international icon, um, you know, anyone who has a statue of themselves on the steps of a, <laughs> of a building, you know, you could catch chickens. I, I just think Rocky would be, uh, you know, a pretty, pretty cool character to, to be. So yeah. first for me is Rocky. If you, if you can change, then we can change and we can all change. That's right. right. The stickler in me wants to make you pick one particular movie, but I'm not going to because that's kind of a grandiose pick. But if you had to pick your favorite, like, all right, which one are you choosing? You know, I, I would, I, I don't want this to affect your listenership. You know, if we go after <laughs> countries, um, but I would probably say Rocky Four. Yeah, you know, I just quoted it, man. Right, because he goes to another country and wins over you know a, a communist block uh, <laughs> right. in, in, in about a half hour right? you know, <laughs> in 36 minutes in the ring or i don't know if they went 15 rounds so 45 minutes or what <laughs> you know he went from communist russia hating him to to loving him in less than an hour's of work yeah, man. They have the Gorbachev character. Like, they're screaming his name. He's right. getting all fired up. Comes hey. running down to the corner. You know, it's... it's Yeah, I would have to go Rocky Four. Yeah, you're in your avenging the death of your friend, man. I mean, they, they killed totally. him. Right. And Rocky Four, you get Apollo Creed, you know, the whole performance of living in America. I mean, and James Brown, like, doesn't really get much better than that. <laughs> See, if you were in the role, though, you probably would have thrown in the damn towel, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that, got, that got ugly early. <laughs> All right, man. Great pick. It was on my list, no doubt. But again, given your, your, your golf background, I feel I need to pick one early. So I'm going with Roy McAvoy, a.k.a. That, that, Tin Cup. That was on – that was – high on my list as well <laughs> yeah it's just all right for those that haven't seen the movie let me paint you a picture you got like this uh legend in in smaller circles he's, he's in a small town in texas he's a golf instructor but amazingly good at his craft so he's a legend among his friends and his circles and he's just kind of kicking along his life and hey man i can dig a simple life you know you live in a small like trailer hang out with your buddies go to diners I love that. I love that aspect. You wake up every morning. He's a little bit kind of bummed about just being a golf instructor, but he's kicking along, loving things. Uh, meets a psychologist traveling through who he, he takes kind of a shine to, played by one Rene Russo. They hit it off, gives him some confidence. And now my man's playing in the U.S. Open against his arch nemesis. So right there, I'm, I'm playing in the U.S. Open as his character. Right. 
So that's amazing as itself. And he does have a temper and you learn, you know, he does kind of get the best of him, and he ends up kind of tanking at the end, but he hits this miraculous 12th shot for the U S open and holds it in, which is going to be played on sports center for years and years to come. So I think that, I think that plus any future royalties that are coming his way, or maybe an invite to some pro-ams. Yeah. I think uh, Roy's going to have a pretty, a pretty nice life with, with Renee going forward. I think it's a great character. And so, yeah, I, I just, I, I love that kind of simple Texas outskirts life with some uh, 15 minutes plus of fame and a little flash of brilliance, yeah. you know, holding that out rather than, you know, trying to lay up. I mean, that's kind of, his 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 way of life there like why lay up when i know i can do this especially when you hit in the water three or four times you just keep <laughs> just keep going just you know keep going keep giving me keep giving me balls here and we'll go it's the last one great great cheech marin uh uh role in there too as his, as his caddy and buddy um you know they they that um it's deerwood country club the 13th if anybody wants to go and try to recreate the the tin cup shot they have like a little plaque exactly where he hit from in Kingswood, Texas. So, you know, that might be on my bucket list. Yeah. Yeah, I was not aware of that. Yeah. So, yeah, check that out, man. But, yeah, Roy McAvoy is my, is my number one pick in golf pick. Okay. Okay. I will – I'll stay in the golf realm mm. and go with Happy Gilmore. Oh, okay. I have another golf pick too, but this is, it wasn't this one. Yeah. So when I was thinking about this on the golf course this morning, I'm like, okay, happy Gilmore. You kind of get this guy who has no direction in his life whatsoever, Mm -hmm. you know, wants to be a hockey player, but can't skate. And then all of a sudden he just cracks a ball 400 yards. (laughs) Right. And I feel like, and then he goes on the tour and wins the tour championship and all that comes with it. And, you know, I don't want to give away the other character in the movie in case it's on your list. But <laughs> no, go like, ahead. Go ahead. You know, a rival character of Shooter McGavin, who is also a, who was on my list as a classic character. Right. Um, but I think then Happy just gains all this notoriety. You know, he gets grandma's house back. He'll never have to, you know, worry about money again. Um, and myself, someone who really loves the restaurant Subway, there you, know, you go. got a Subway for life card, <laughs> right? you know, so I would be content eating all the different sandwiches. Um, and I think like you said too, uh, similar to Roy, um, I don't know if happy stays on the tour, but he really can play in any tournament he wants, be in any pro-am, you know, yeah. He starts getting with the PR person from the tour. So he really develops a, this nice little niche. And, um, you know, I think would have a pretty solid life. Oh, definitely. And yeah, you know, and plus the heart of the whole thing, he helped his grandma. I mean, that's, right. that's, that's got to feel good. Right. So, so happy Gilmore is my, my second one. He, he might have killed the Mr. Mr. Lady in, in the process. So you might have that hanging over your head, but that, I think that's the only downfall. But it's an accident. So you <laughs> it is. Know. It is. And she, seems, she was spry. I think she's going to be okay. All right, man. Nice pick. I, th- I thought you might go a different, 
a different golfer. So yeah, I appreciate the surprise and I dug it. It was definitely on, on my extended list. I'm going to take it to baseball. And I'm going to transfer. I'm going to go back in time. I'm now a 12 year old. Okay. And I'm pitching in the NLCS for the Chicago Cubs, my favorite baseball team. I'm Henry Rowan Gardner. That was on my list as well. Yeah, man. And then, you know, all right. I'm sure, you know, that movie's been around. A lot of people know about it, but his tendons heal differently in his arm. And now this kid can throw 103 miles an hour. He fires a laser beam from a home run ball to, to the catcher and, and starts and, and, and the Cubs invite him on and he ends up winning the NLCS for them. And this was before right. the Cubs have actually won our world series. So, you know, this was pure fantasy at the time. Yeah. And he ends up going back to being a kid. And, but you see at the end, he has the world series ring. So, you know, they go on to win the world series. Right. What I doubt he pitched in it because his arm goes back to normal, but either way, you know, he was, instrumental in winning the world series so ergo you're a world series winner now still on the roster but i mean now you get to live the rest of your life riding your own ticket in chicago like i mean i don't know why you'd live anywhere else (laughs) but being there i mean any any world series winner goes any restaurant goes anywhere i mean you're just levitated to, to superstar status well, and you're going to like junior high during the day and then pitching for the Cubs at night. Right. Like, how cool would that be to go to school the next day? Exactly. And you don't have the, you know, okay, people aspire to be in the pros. You've already knocked that out before high school. Right. And you don't have to worry about washing out or knowing when to hang it up or anything. It was already chosen for you. So now you can go on to do whatever. And live your life, go to college, marry, you know, whatever. And you still, oh yeah, by the way, when I was, you know, a preteen, I just happened to help the Cubs win the World Series. <laughs> like any party that doesn't even recognize you, any lunch, you know, it's just like, oh yeah, you know, whatever. When I was in seventh grade, I, I just, you know, helped the Cubs win the World Series. That footnote is unbeatable. You do have to struggle with the fact that uh, Gary Busey's dating your mom. So, I mean, there, it's not all... <laughs> But he seemed like a good guy, though. And, you know, you still are connected to the major major leagues in some way, if that happens to work its way out. And the other thing I could think of is, you know, an iconic scene from there. And anybody remembers in the doctor's office when he first realized what happens and he hits the doctor. The doctor says, funky butt loving. I think you 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 uh, make a T-shirt, a funky butt loving T-shirt. And I think you're going to get royalties on that as well. So that would be my my swerve there but yeah Harry, you know henry rowan gardner great pick great pick okay for number three we'll switch over to football mm. high school football and you and i are about the same age so this was mm-hmm. a movie i know where you're going our late high school early college years i believe um, I'm going to pick the quarterback of the West Canaan Coyotes, Mr. Johnny Moxon. Okay. All uh, right. You know, I, I gave a lot of thought between him or Lance Harbor. Um, but you know, growing up in that small town of Texas where high school football is everything. Mm-hmm. And when you're the, the star 
you're pretty much set for life. You know, these kids are in high school already partying, going to strip club clubs and seeing <laughs> their teacher with their teacher. Yeah. You know, and especially since he kind of led them back on, on the comeback, um, he really never had to worry about anything for life anyway. Yeah. No. Um, so I think at the age of 18 and he was going to a good college, but to kind of be the local hero, um, who, who doesn't want to be the local hero? And he's got that established before he graduates high school. You know, he's got the girlfriend or probably the future wife. He also has other people's girlfriends throwing them themselves at him. <laughs> True that. You know, in very interesting fashions. The whipped cream um, bikini is the iconic yes, scene, right? Whipped cream bikinis, which, you know, I know we grew up in different places. That didn't happen by us. Not no. really sure if that happened in your <laughs> neck of the woods ever. Um, but apparently in, in West Canaan, Texas, it does. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So I think for my third pick, you know, good old Johnny Moxon. Nice. Yeah. And like you said, I think he, he was already accepted into Brown, wasn't he? Or, right. you know, he was an intelligent cat. So, I mean, like yeah. he knew he wasn't going pro, but, f you know, as, as, as the last speech goes and the way he can just summon the Foo Fighters at any moment, he, he was a hero. And he, for that moment, they were heroes. Heroic. Right. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm going to cross mine off, but I was between him and Tweeter. Yeah. Because I, I, I thought about Tweeter too. I think you picked the right one. Who, who knows whatever happens to that guy? You know, I, I mean, yeah. He, I think he, he had an STD too, because he asked someone to look at his, yeah, it, it, it wasn't all sunshine and lollipops for, for old Tweeter there, but you got a future to, to worry about, but yeah, driving, driving a cop car, you know, naked is, 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 is definitely attempting. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a, something we all strive for. <laughs> right. And knowing you're not getting any trouble at all. Right. But no, you picked the right one. Mox. And you get to, you know, tell off your old man that you don't want his life. That's right. I mean, that's just worth it on its own merit right there. All right. I'm staying in the baseball realm and I'm going back even further in life to the king of the neighborhood, the man that pickled the beast, Mr. Benny, the jet Rodriguez. Also on my list. Because not only do you have the status of being the greatest baseball player in your neighborhood, and even, you know, when the snobby rich kids come by, they're, they still acknowledge that you're the only one that can play. So, I mean, like, you're, you've got citywide notoriety. Um, you pickle the beast, which is basically everybody is worried about this mythical creature in the, in the backyard. And when, when the back gets against the wall, you put on your new PF flyers and, and you get the ball because it's, you have to for your friend that you just met. And by the way, I, I'm going to put a side note here. Was do you think Benny came from money? Because he not only did he give away his hat, he had jeans, you know. But like, um, where did he pull out new sneakers from? They were like scrambling up pennies to get a new baseball every day, and right. this guy just came out with brand new sneaks. 
So that's where I'm going to say he probably did not come from money, you know, especially since at that point, baseballs were probably what? 50 cents, 60 cents. They, I think they have to gather almost $2. I, I need to, yeah. I've seen the movie a bazillion times, but I can't remember. They have to get like a dollar 98 or a dollar yeah. 89. So I remember I'm when they're, they're rummaging for change. Any type of money. Um, but you're, I mean, it's a fair point that he just pulls out a pair of new kicks. <laughs> he was either saving them for this one moment or, right. you know, He's one of those people that knew how to appreciate the nice things, you know, when you don't come for money, that he's just kept those in his closet and only brought them out for special occasions. You know, maybe he got them for a birthday gift and right. he doesn't wear them every day. You know, it's just like some, you know, a, a, a church or a birthday party. And then when you need to pickle a beast. But um, he also got the unique perspective in this one of seeing his progression. So you find out that he ends up playing for the Dodgers later and steals home so you know like you've got this whole lifetime leading up to playing actual professional ball as well so that's why i had to pick and he's just the greatest guy man i mean he he, he saves you know smalls his summers he's you know he's he in a strange place and he that wonderful shot of him just put your glove in the air and I'll take care of the rest. Like who can place a fly ball like that to know that it's going to hit him directly in the glove. I mean, that's, that's otherworldly right there. That is, I mean, that, that alone makes you like the coolest kid in the state. <laughs> right. Take that hat and burn it. <laughs> the long right. bill. And he gives him one of his own man. So yeah, Benny, the jet Rodriguez, one of my favorite sports movies. Okay, so uh, there's a couple places I could go here. Um, so this is number four. So I got three left and I got a lot of people on the list. Good. I am going to go with, I think I'll stay in baseball. Um, uh, this is a tough one, classic movie. And I think I'm going to go with Rick the Wild Thing Vaughn. Okay. And and I debated between him and Jake Taylor. It's a this tough call. Because, you know, you know, they're each in their own little little world. But you know, you look at Rick Vaughn, came from the California Penal League. I mean, <laughs> you know, stealing cars in the offseason. But then he becomes like Mariano Rivera, the best right. closer in the game. Um he's the rock star, man. Yes, he he's the rock star. We see from movie one to two, he gets all the endorsements. He gets the, you know, the prototypical female, you know, the blonde hair, blue eyed, good looking woman. The gold digger, but, yeah. Yeah, he still has the, the bad boy girlfriend, you know, Nikki still hanging out with the kids. And, um, you know, he, he gets the endorsements. He's the hero. He's a national celebrity. You know, they win the division with the Indians, which obviously back when that was done in the late 80s, much like with the Cubs, the Indians were yeah. not um, very good. And I don't think the Indians still have not won the World Series since then. Um, but it was like, you know, the Indians making the playoffs were this big to do. So he gets them to the playoffs, then he gets them to the World Series. Um, so he just went from inmate number, whatever he was to, <laughs> you know, a fast track to the baseball hall of fame. Um, 
Absolutely. It like those guys just had fun. Right. Was, right. Those were the years of baseball when, you know, the boys were the boys and it was going out in every city and. Oh yeah. A lot of amphetamines, um, you know, it just seemed like it'd be a fun life to have. I mean, Roger Dorn's wife just happens to show up on your doorstep one day. And is I was like, about to say, speaking of boys, we'll be boys. Uh, right. That's okay. <laughs> Whoops. Let's, let's go to town. Um, so yeah. So for my fourth one, we'll go Rick, the wild thing Vaughn. Yeah. And honestly, I think, uh, while Jake was more of the, uh, you know, mentor, cooler has prevailed the whole, like, um, I think Rene Russo again, making another appearance here. Yeah. Um, his like stalking of her, it was borderline creepy. Like he took oh, yeah. the bullpen car, started showing up. She's like, I'm gonna pass this. Like, you know, this was, it was back in the eighties, right? Late eighties, early nineties. I mean, yeah, I think it was like 80, yeah. It was a different time back then, but yeah, man, you try pulling that kind of stuff. Out. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, that's not flying, man. But that's a that's like uh uh you're in jail for stalking. <laughs> and he had bad knees too. You don't want you don't want to you don't want to deal with that. He's icing he's down. On the positive side, at the beginning of the first movie, he wakes up playing in the Mexican league, you know, with a sombrero on his head, halfway over the bed. So True. he obviously had some fun. Um, yeah, you know, became the manager, but I think Rick Vaughn is the is the way to go there. Yeah, no, you choose the younger, the younger one with the their whole career ahead of them instead of we, we're transporting into this movie. So basically, right. all you'd have is your memories of all that fun. If you're Jake right. Taylor, you don't get to experience all of it. So yeah, you made the right pick there. I, I agree. All right, man. So where am I at? I'm at four. And my guy, my next pick is not even going to be a player. I'm picking Sonny Weaver Jr. And if that name doesn't ring a bell to anybody, there was this movie. Yes, they actually made a movie about this as we all go into, uh, you know, football season, Draft Day. They made a movie about Draft Day. Yeah. Sonny Weaver Jr. played by Kevin Costner is the GM of the Browns. So yeah, that's not ideal, but I've always wanted to be a general manager of a team of any team, making all the choices, putting the team together, seeing how it goes out in the field, sitting in the press box with my suit and, you know, pressing flesh, making all that cash. But the trades in this movie are so outlandish. You can be the guy that not only trades away all your firsts to get the first overall pick, which you pivot and take your linebacker of the future, Mr. Vontae Mack, played by the late, great Chadwick Boseman, Wakanda forever. And um, you get all your picks back and David Putney because you fleeced another team with their rookie GM. And so now you get your running back of the future and Ray Jennings as well. It was totally ludicrous. And you basically swerved the whole league to draft a quarterback that nobody went to his birthday party, but one of the most epic trades on draft day of all time, Sonny Weaver jr. I'll get over being in Cleveland and I'll just enjoy it all because I've seen it unfold my dynasty before me. I like it. I like it. Non-traditional, non-traditional. And I think a good pick. 
And while we're on non-traditionals for my fifth one. Okay, okay. I'll stick in the same realm and I'm going to pick Jerry Maguire from the movie Mm. Maguire. Because much like you wanting to be a GM, when I was in high school and even almost going to college, I wanted to be a sports agent. And, you know, you get you find out when you get places that it's not as easy as you think it is. <laughs> um, but you look at the movie where he's this hotshot agent comes up on hard times, you know, gives the whole speech who's coming with me. And, you know, the cute single mom, I, I don't even know what her job was secretary assistant. I, I don't even right. know you know, and, and very early Renee Zellweger is like, sure, I'll come with you. And, you know, he's, he's really working on keeping Rod Tidwell, um, you know, has this whole big manifesto, um, you know, again, because it's a movie, everything works out and he ends up getting a big contract for Rod, which I would assume leads to, more players coming for him or coming under his um, tutelage mm-hmm. he becomes a big agent and really has a good life doing what, what he loves to do as a sports agent. Exactly. Yeah. Cause I think there's a line in the movie there where it's like, after that all happens and they're celebrating like one of the other clients turns his a, you know, I think it's sugar at the time. And is like, why don't we hang out like that? Right. He had, he had a vision, you know, to do things the right way. He was kind of shit on for it and everything was crumbling, but at the end, his, his vision proved fruitful. So yeah, right. man, that's a great pick. And it's outside of the sports figure, you know, similar to, years from draft day it's a it's another aspect of sports yeah man because honestly you when you are these characters you still have to go through the trials and tribulations so you know again i'm in the press box here same with uh you know jerry Maguire. you're in the luxury box hanging out you know thinking back to your early rocky pick it's dope to be rocky but you're still taking all those shots from uh from Drago there. So, yeah. I mean, your experience, you, you get the definite highs and lows of being right. in, in these characters. That's why I'm picking golfers and baseball players. I, I haven't picked anybody that gets smacked in the face yet. I did have Adonis Creed on my short list, but I think since you picked Rocky, I'm going to set that one down. All right. Hmm. I'm going to go way outside the box. No, no, no. I'm going to do this one first. I'm going to do this one first. I might save that one for my last pick. I'm no stranger to taverns. I enjoy them. I love dive bars. I love, you know, people that do beer or bar crawls in different towns where I haven't been. I like to experience all that. So why can I not mix that together with my hobby, my passion and, and sport. I'm going to put it in quotations, but it is a sport. I'm going to be Vincent Loria and I'm going to carry my balabushka from the color of money. And I'm going to wear my black t-shirt that says Vince on it because one day I'm working at Toys R Us and the next minute 
I'm in the biggest pool tournament of the world and, and much to my mentor's chagrin, tanking it to win a ton of money and to keep going on living my lifestyle, just being a young Turk with the world in front of me, realizing my power and my ability to fleece people in, in, in barroom back rooms, playing pool. I'm an animal. Animal. Love it. So yes. Love it. Vincent that Moria, was not Tom Cruise. I had thought about, um, but, but I like it. I like it. That that's great direction. And it's interesting in those eighties movies, how they tried to make, and I'm glad they did the sport of pool, like, a big there's a there's this huge tournament yeah at the end yeah it's <laughs> legitimized in there i mean the the training quote unquote is is one thing but like yeah they legitimize it at the end and you know right newman's back on it with his new prescription and he's swimming getting physically ready for it even you know after forrest whitaker puts him to task uh yeah it, they legitimize it and so he'll be back he just yeah. won a ton of money and it was so beautiful and, and it's, it's a crushing scene for Paul Newman, man. But from the Tom Cruise perspective, it's like, Hey, you know, he thought he beat him legit. And he's like, Oh man, when I missed it. And the crowd's like, Oh, and he's like, he right. freaked out. And I don't think I've ever seen a pool tournament anywhere in my entire life, but in the late eighties, you can get away with anything. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I had another one, but I'll save for honorable mentions of, of a similar sport, but I couldn't pull the trigger. But yeah, you still this got one more pick left. And then this is a tough one because I still have a lot left on my list. Me too. But you know what? I think I'm going to go. Who doesn't want to be, I was this kid, 13 or 14, riding a dirt bike smoking cigarettes, <laughs> being the best baseball player in uh, yeah. City. So I think I'm going to have to go with Kelly Leak. <laughs> the uh, R-rated Benny the Jet, yes. Yeah, I was thinking about the, the thinking about it earlier and I'm like, okay, you know, is this, is, is do you really want to be like, the, you know, you have to assume he probably comes from a broken home and, you know, he's, he's, hustling, dirt biking, smoking cigs, <laughs> but then like coming to the ball field and hitting three home runs in a day <laughs> and just riding off in his dirt bike. Um, I think the 13 year old in all of us is like, that's pretty awesome. You, you know, especially when you and I were growing up as 13 and there were no iPhones and oh yeah, we had regular Nintendo and arcade games and no electronics. So I, I think we all would be like, yeah, this guy, like who, doesn't, idolized. Yeah, who idolized. doesn't want to do that. So I think for my last one, you know, the MVP of whatever league they played in Kelly leak and your manager is sending says giving you beers to celebrate <laughs> right. afterwards. So, I mean, Every every thirteen year old's dream, especially when we grew up. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that guy would be idolized and feared in both in the same sentence. Like, right. man, that guy scares me, but what a badass kind of thing. Right. 
I, I, what do you foresee your future as? <laughs> so is the only thing. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're definitely, I think, you know, it probably takes in your love of dive bars. You know, you're, you're hitting up various dive bars. True. Um, you know, you're, you're probably, probably a townie. Um, Take over for Buttermaker, you know, just pass yeah. the torch, just become the next coach. Chico's right. bail. Maybe you work for Chico's bail bonds. Yeah, you probably went on to play high school baseball, you know, maybe college, maybe stole a car and ended up in jail. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe he's the, uh, like the prequel of Rick Vaughn, you Ooh. know, and they kind of just divulge into I like that. each other because you could definitely see Kelly getting in some trouble. Um, you know, probably, you know, tries to seduce Amanda several times. Um, sure. You know, played by a very young Tatum O'Neill. Um, but yeah, you, you know, his future, I, I think, like you said earlier, it's choose your own adventure. Who, who knows where, uh, where, where his, <laughs> right. his story goes so many different directions of where, where that story could go. Excellent. I dig it. Kelly Leak. Better than Tanner. Tanner Tanner probably lost a lot of bar fights and ended yeah, up. Yeah, Tanner's right? pretty awesome, though, when he's <laughs> fighting everybody. He's fighting whole teams by himself. He didn't make it long, I don't think, old Tanner, man. Um, okay. So, shoot, I got at least five left, and I want to – I got an even longer list than that, but I'm, I'm down to five for right here. Uh, all right. Ah, oh, dead air. That's not good. <laughs> I'm in the weeds, as they say, trying to, trying to. All right, now I'm down to two. I was at five. Now I'm down to two. All right, just close your eyes and pick one. I'm going to take Link Hawk. And I'm going to be the uh, truck driving arm wrestling champion of the world. And that's where I'm going. Rekindling like my it. relationship with my son, saving the day, crashing into place, you know, taking down my father-in-law, oh, living, living world by my own rules, you know, hitting the wide open road in my new rig, putting my uh, special Hawk uh, hood ornament on it. Yep. And just, and just, you know, helping my son gain confidence and rekindling our relationship. And just, as you can see, my hat has already turned backwards. Already like backwards. So I kind of had backwards. to go there. Yeah. And that was another uh, obscure sport tournament that right. the late 80s tried to make <laughs> make a thing like be like oh there's these t every you get in the wrong side of town you're gonna run into an arm wrestling tournament exactly where, and it where, was yeah i think it's all predicated on rocky so it was like we need an underdog to do yeah. this and then it's like okay we need an underdog to do this and then after a while they're like what haven't we uncovered yet and it's like okay let's do uh high school wrestling and here comes vision quest and oh, let's do <laughs> Love Vision pick, Quest. You can't pick Loudon though. Loudon. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I, I thought about Loudon Swain, 
and I'm like, yeah, I can't pick him. No, but I do. I do love the month. Love that movie. (laughs) Probably seen that movie 40, 50 times. Um, Have the DVD somewhere in this house. Uh, But right. Can't, can't. You don't want to be, you don't want to be loud in you, you know, but yeah, so they did it all. And so, yeah, they're like arm wrestling someone in in a brainstorming meetings, like let's do it. So yeah, that's how that came about. So I had to go with that. Um, do you want to get a couple of your uh, free agent lists? Yeah. So one that I was very close to picking for my last one was Peter LaFleur. Um, you know, he becomes like the dodgeball hero. Sure. $5 million. Gets a, a nice girl in the meantime, and then sure. takes over a big, big gym chain. So, you know, a very nice business You're building. set up. You know, yeah, very nice business building story. Um, see what else was on my list. We we hit off a lot of what was on my list. Um, I had Rod Tidwell on there as well. You know, I wasn't sure between Jerry or Rod. Um, I also had Jimmy Chitwood from Hoosiers. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, you figure he was never leaving the small town and he hit the, the, you know, game winning shot. So he never has to buy a meal or a drink again yeah. in that town. Um, that newspaper clippings hung up in like every business in town, yeah, you know? Absolutely. And absolutely. if you do go to college, you're, you're likely going to be a Hoosier though. So that's off the list. Right. You know, definitely. But I see him more going to community college anyway. Yeah, um, working at the garage. And this this one popped in my head while we were talking, and I can't remember the character's name, but it was from the movie Little Giants. It was Ed O'Neill's character um, because he was like the former pro and had all yeah. the car dealerships and had his name on the mm-hmm. on the water tower. It was something O'Shea. I can't remember what his first name is now. I can't remember either, but he coached the the Cowboys, right? Correct. You know, he was kind of like the big guy in town, and right. You know, when you're a lot of these kind of go back to small town. Um, yeah, like the um, buddy from uh, the uh, Friday Night Lights. Yeah, you know, like the the big timer, like people know right. him two towns right. over. You know, big booster, right. and you don't leave like you know you don't leave the town, and then. One more that I had on my list was Jimmy Dugan, you know, from the manager from a league of their own. Right. But then I kind of shied away from it because he was more of a, I don't know if he was more of a tragic figure, you know, former <laughs> yeah. professional baseball player turned alcoholic, turned a woman's baseball <laughs> coach, turned back to alcoholic probably. <laughs> right. um, so that's where I kind of stayed away from him. Um, you're not signing autographs, avoid the clap. No, but it is good <laughs> advice. <laughs> Very good advice. Lifelong. Right. So that was kind of what was also on my list. And you took a handful that were on my list as well. So we were, we were kind of in the same right. mental space, which doesn't surprise me given, as I've said many times, our proximity and age, we right. grew up the same movies, watching the same things. Um, so yes, didn't surprise me. Nice. What did you have on uh, who else did you have on your list? Well, when the golfer, I thought you were. T- I thought maybe for sure you'd pick Ty Webb. Yeah, that was on there. Um, you don't really have the fame worldwide, but I mean, Ty Webb was was well off, especially once you get into the 
horrible sequel, but, um, you know, he was the king of the country club. He hung out with Mitch Cumstein in, in, in college, you know, right. he, uh, sage advice for young caddies, you know, having late night skinny dipping parties in his pool and, you know, playing unique songs to, to Lacey Underall and just having a great time, you know, it's just not a bad life. No, I don't know what he actually did for a living, but he seemed to have zero stress and, and was kind of doing his thing. So that was on there. I also, uh, the one I was between with, with Link Hawk, there is the finished one. I also had Ricky Bobby on there. Yeah. You know, car racing. I am a little nervous of it, but you know, for the most part seems to be all right. He again, hit, hit that peak of, 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 of his power, had all the money and the, and the lifestyle. And then, you know, got some humility and stayed humble, but ultimately, you know, learned things and great career. Those guys, bring them a lot of cash um, in the realm of undersold sports. He was kind of a prick, but I was really close to picking big earn Ernie McCracken. I, I thought about him. And I also thought about Roy E. Munson as well. <laughs> you don't uh, want to be known yeah. as Munson though. Right. But uh, no, but big earn, big earn a character. Drinking some Tangeray and tabs and keep them coming. I got a long drive ahead of me, you know, with the hair and the, in the wild business, but you know, it was, it was a little bit too, I don't know if I could live that life. And then um, Johnny Lawrence from the karate kid, but I think mostly because of the Cobra Kai show that I really wanted to pick that rather than the movie. When you think about the movie and have perspective of it, he wasn't, I mean, he kind of took it too far there on Halloween, but Dude was just trying to roll a joint in the bathroom, man. He didn't have to come and douse him. This new kid comes in town, steals your girl. Like, once you think about it from the other aspect, he's just a pissed off, you know, angry kid with a lot of hormones going on. And you had to go put the hose over the, the, the stall. I mean, you don't deserve to get your ass kicked like that. But, I mean, things happen. He ends up, you know getting perspective and again but that's mostly through the the knowledge of other media you know knowing what happens in the tv show i didn't know if i could really carry that over so i kind of said that but i you know part of me wanted to to pick jenny yeah i i had thought about that i also had thought about scott howard from teen wolf yeah but he was kind of Kind of, I don't know, Scott Howard. Without being the wolf, you're kind of, it's kind of a rough go. Right. Yeah, Scott had some issues. Right. I mean, I'm sure, you you know, that that, that hardware store is going to go strong for some time. But yeah, sans wolf. And once you put away the wolf, it it was kind of a rough go for Scotty there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I also had thought of... uh, um, Oh, why can't, why is his name blanking me? Woody Harrelson and white men can't jump Billy Ho. You know, I thought about that one, but then like his life wasn't that great. He just had right. a, no. a good, maybe like six weeks, you know, hustling at the court. Um, There's you know, no six- future in that. And the best thing that happened to you just left town. Right. It was going to be like the Ken Jennings of, uh, you know, female right. Jeopardy contestants and you fucked it up. So yeah, yeah. Right. you blew it. I couldn't go there either. So. 
So that's where I kind of shied away from that. You know, great movie character, but not not someone whose life you'd want to have. <laughs> exactly. All right, man. We left no crumbs. I think we nailed this one. Knocked it out of the park. We got to give a shout out at the for the one time uh, of this season. Our Illini are leading the Big Ten. So that needs to be documented and, and immortalized in podcast form. So, I mean, at one point yesterday, they were the only team in the national championship game. I want to know, you know, about three 30 local time. That was it. You know, we were the best team in college football for <laughs> an hour. It's one of those things like when, um, when your team takes a big paycheck to come halfway across the country to play the number one ranked basketball team, and you score the first point and call a timeout to take a picture of the scoreboard. Right. That's that. That's where we were riding yesterday afternoon, man. That was and we'll good take time. it. You know, I, mm-hmm. I will. I have no shame in that. I oh. will not apologize for thinking, you know, we're the best team in the Big Ten right now. Exactly. See you in Pasadena, my friend. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>